The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You found the most positive place on the internet. Thanks for listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Skip Jennings. And aloha, I am Faith Rivera, and we are just so happy to be with you. Um, we're short <laughs> one. Well, uh, well, are we really ever short one? She's always in our heart, right? Exactly. Reverend Jack. Skiing. Yeah, and Reverend Jackie Fernandez, <laughs> Fernandez is skiing on the slopes yes. in Colorado. Yes, yes. Y'all do yes. some incredible vacations. I need to play catch up. <laughs> I need to go on a vacay. You too. Hey, I remember one of your adventures. Well, Which one? first, oh, well, first the move to Florida—that's a big yeah. one. And the other was your your San Diego rave thingy. Dude, right? Right? I, yeah, but that's not like going away like for an extended <laughs> week. Like I, I need to get away. And my next trip, um, just found out that my family's doing a mini um family reunion. Okay. So cousins are actually coming up or going up to New Jersey to visit my mom, who is the matriarch of the family, less living um, uh, sibling of 14. She outlived 13 siblings, yeah. So they're doing a mini gathering in March, and uh, my mom just told me about it yesterday. So I think I'm going to sneak away for about three or four days to go up to Jersey. And um, my mom has Wi-Fi now, so I can work from home, Faith. <laughs> I can oh, work from her house. <laughs> go, Mama. So you no, can, I can do that. her more often. Absolutely. Yeah. Here we are. February. The love month. The love right? month. Yeah, love yourself truly. And so, you know what? Yeah. Us taking vacations, you know, Rev Jackie on the slopes right now. That's love there, right? That like you love. said, taking the time to go see your mama and me and one of my yeah. staycations. <laughs> one of your my mini staycations. <laughs> How are you doing this week, sis? Anything fun happened? Why I didn't see you uh, for a whole week. Yeah. It's always like, uh, I'm missing yes. something. I'm missing well, faith. My well, time you know in faith. What? I, I yeah. want to give some 
takeaways that I personally took from, we did the launch for the season for nonviolence on Sunday. And, you know, with Harold, he did awesome. I got just get a a shout out really to everyone that was involved in putting that together. But our our lineup of teachers, right, from Rev. Michael Beckwith to Deborah Johnson, Dr. Roger Teal, and, um, oh gosh, Sharif Abdullah, who I just, you know, got to meet. I'll tell you, the thread was beautiful. And here are the takeaways that I took. They each spoke about our personal power period, our personal power to be that presence of um, nonviolence, not more than nonviolence, but peace and prosperity, all that. And the second is what we're all about, Rev Skip, Mm -hmm. is practice. I mean, that was the message. We got to start right here where we are. It truly was an amazing event. And then for me, as far as music wise, oh, I started some co-writes. I've been starting some cool co-writes, writing more music for the sync world. So finding a better balance between doing the home, which is the home. there. Yeah. And the boxes that are still around. We're not all. I love it. Skip. I love it. Boxes left, you know, <laughs> and the work and the music. Yeah. So. How and about just to, you? Well, just to remind you, let's go back to um, about the season for nonviolence, yes. which kicked off. And that's on the New Thought Media Network, which I am yes. still very much a part of. Yes. Also, we're kicking off Black History Month. And so you can actually see the Season for Nine Violence kickoff. It lives on the page of the New Thought Media Network. But also all month, all the ministers that's involved with um, New Thought Media, we're all doing messages of Black history that's going to go out every day on the network, network as well. You can find this network on Facebook. It's called the New Thought Media Network. And there's unity ministers there, there are CSL ministers, there are independent ministers and practitioners and people like yourself who are carrying the light. So check out New Thought Media Network, y'all. They're doing some amazing things. That is powerful. And Rev Skip, let me ask, because I know that's the Facebook page. Would the Do the videos also live on the New Thought Media Network, like .com or .org? It's just, yeah, it's not org, but um, I think some do, but I'm not sure if the kickoff is there. Um, I know some of the audio that we do will be on there as well. Okay. So, okay. but what a great network um, yes. of, of really positive, good stuff. Yes. Well, and I'll tell you from this, you know, um, the, this kickoff, which was a, the brainchild of a friend here in Hawaii, and she's also in Alaska, <laughs> Cynthia Hensley. Um, now AG&T, Association for Global New Thought, is is in it with the New Thought Media Network. So there's going to be more things going on there. So it's, you know, collabor- I feel like, you know, it's all about collaborations like our show right now. Looking Absolutely. The next level, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this this month is very uh, special to me besides the season for nonviolence. It's also Black History Month. Yes. And tomorrow on Insight Timer, if y'all are on the Insight Timer app at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I'm doing a kickoff on the app for Black History Month. That's wonderful. And we're going to do prayers and meditation. Um, First of all, of course, we're going to discuss what is black history. And black history is not just for black people. Black history focuses on the achievements, the struggles, and the victories of our uh, of, of, of African American and the African diaspora throughout the, the world. Um, and I'm also going to take us into the ancestral realm, where the ancestral realm has no color, has no gender, it's just spirit, and all ancestors are support, support all of us. Part of the thing that I'm talking about, this is self-love, is understanding that when we celebrate who and what we are and how we show up as the divine, unique 
expression of the one, we're fully embracing the divine spirit within us. It's celebrating my blackness. It's celebrating, you know, your Filipino, right? Filipino? My Filipino-ness. Your Filipino-ness and your sexy (laughs) Filipino-ness in your black dress today. I see you come through, Faith Rivera. But it's it's all about that. It's just like in the following week is Women's Month, right? Or the following yes. month is Women's Month. Yes. And then we have our LGBTQA month yes. that comes up. This yes. is a celebration of the divine. We're talking about self-love today, and we must learn to celebrate who and what we are. Exactly. I mean, I was thinking, part of me, my Filipino-ness was like... <laughs> Oh, they're so lucky. All the black people get the love month. You know? <laughs> we do. We do. There. <laughs> Which I think, and I'm so, I'm so bad, you guys. I need to know when the Asian month is. It's some month. I, mean, I don't know if it's May. I will find out because I Y'all hit us up on Facebook on that. We should all know that. Hit us up on Facebook in our Facebook group, uh, Voices of Unity Facebook group. Let us know when is, I think, the Asian Pacific is in July, I think. I know. I, I think, think it's right after LGBT. So we have a lot of months to celebrate coming up it in 22. And, and, and let me come clean, though. I mean, I, I think because I grew up in Hawaii sometimes, and we're just yeah. like this, you know, everyone's all kind of different colors and stuff. Sometimes I don't, I'm not so mindful of it. But wow, with everything we've lived through these past years, we can understand why it needs attention and why it needs love. And so, you know what? I am happy that 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 my black brothers and sisters have this month of love because so yeah. much healing um you know still needs to be done but i i don't know i'm on the outside rev skip but i want to feel you're like- not on the outside you you we bring you in yes, every yes. culture that celebrates their culture yes. we bring everyone into experience yes. but i got a question for you i'm watching this incredible oh go 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 go, go. Well, i know I'm you have sorry, some- but, but i i'm sorry i didn't finish the sentence so the oh, outside sorry. part meant speaking to the fact of um you know, from a person who is not black watching, I want to feel like from all the attention and focus we've been giving that hopefully more and more of our black brothers and sisters are feeling that love and the self-love, right? Because I know there's healing and forgiveness that needs to happen, but we, you know, what we always talk about on this show, it it has to at least be this inside job first to allow that love to come through. So that's what I meant outside. Like I can't speak for you of what you think, but for me, I, I want to know, I feel like there is more love there maybe. And there, there is what I love to do when people say, you know, what is Black History Month and why do you celebrate? What does it mean to you? And I always want to turn to whoever it is, maybe an ally or someone I'm connected with that I love and go, well, what do, what do you think it means to you? And what does it mean to you? Because it is not just about the history of Black people. It's the history of all people that this is just a part of the history of the world. But I, I want to I want to say this. I'm watching this incredible documentary on Hulu, Lisa Ling, and it's called Takeout, and it's the history of the Asian American movement and history um, within America and food and all the great things that happens of that. And Lisa talked about openly how she was shamed growing up in high school being Asian. Did you ever did you ever feel any shame? Because I know I felt shame of my blackness sometimes. Uh, I was growing up. I was called ugly names and I felt shame. Did you feel shame? 
you know, in Hawaii, um, it, you know, again, because we're so mixed and not so much for the, the race part, but for, it was my own internal thing. My dad's a landscaper. I went to private school. He's driving this rickety old truck with lawnmowers sticking out. That's where my shame was thinking I wasn't as whatever, you know, put together or rich as everyone else where I felt the racial divide. And here's what's funny. I don't know if we want to go there, but let's do it. We can, we do, we, we go there. Yeah. I was doing an Asian, um, themed event and by the way I have to throw it in I was right in my brain Asian history month Asian and Pacific Islander month is May and Filipino month is October okay that's it okay we got it (laughs) a friend a Chinese friend said hey Brian McKnight we all love Brian is having auditions tomorrow why don't you go I show up Rev Skip and again, I'm bringing my own insecurities, right? I'm the only Asian Filipino girl amongst all the black sisters, right? Didn't know what the audition was about. Showed up in a room, felt a small, very small. He had his whole posse. And again, I don't know if this is true, but this is the way I experienced it. I thought they were laughing at me, <laughs> you know? But I felt the blackness culture, which I didn't know much about. And I just felt so different and so, I don't know. I don't, maybe I felt shame, but... That's why I'm saying, I don't know if it was more me than them. You know what I'm saying? Did you get the job? Did you get the gig? Oh, not at all. I was, I sang. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, I got the gig and I got no, the gig. Because I showed up and sang one of my own song and all the girls are singing R&B hip hop. And here I am singing a song for my In Search of Faith. I mean, I, it was just not a fit, you know, yeah. but I'm so, I did it though. That was like. I was earning my stripes or whatever that's that's it when I arrived here at um, Fort Lauderdale CSL Fort Lauderdale you know I looked around and it wasn't many people who looked like me and my first time I spoke and I saw a sea of white people Uh um, I felt are they getting this and then I found myself even changing my language and my expression so I could feel like I'm fitting in I was really beginning to deny my blackness so I can, you know, fit in. I could um, almost decolorize myself so I would be more acceptable. And and in that moment, I'm doing this. And then later on, I realized after I got the gig that I need to come and be myself. I need to come forth and bring all this beautiful blackness, all this beautiful self-love, all this beautiful gayness, all this beautiful spirituality and show up and show out. As my mama says, you showed up and showed out boy. And that's what my mama would say. So that's beautiful. And don't you feel like it it really is at the end of the day, how we feel about ourselves in the moment. It is always about that. Because I remember again, I took this feeling of um, separation I always felt like I'm from Hawaii, but I wasn't like a local girl. I didn't like slippers and all this. So when I moved to the mainland and I was like, well, where am I going to belong? And I tried the Hawaii, the Pacific Islander. And I just, uh, and I know I can see it clearly now. I brought all this insecurity and this wall. I mean, how could I be accepted? Because I was, I was in the differences. You know what I'm saying? You know? And so, um, I don't, it's a beautiful thing to, to just open up and realize, oh my gosh, you know, um, when I find more self-acceptance, you know, then I feel more (laughs) self-acceptance. Yeah. You know, I'm having a moment here as I'm sitting here, because I think we're both kind of doing the same thing, listening to our stories. And I I had this thing in me while you're telling your stories, like, 
she is so beautiful. How can she not fit in everywhere? I'm telling my story, and I see that face of compassion of you. It's like, how does Rev Skip not know how beautiful this blackness is? It's that exchange of energy and of the shared experience that even brings us even more together. And what unites us is the love of God. That's what unites us. And we can have these different experiences, but deep down, we're all the same. Yes, yes. It, and, and to me, I feel like, okay, there's a show I watch, it's it's not even on anymore, called Community, and there was this uh, character called Abed, who mm-hmm. seemed like he was socially inept, but in other ways, he was like a god, because he got it, and um, the, the long story short is, they were trying to change him, so he'd be, you know, cool to this girl, right? And at the end of the day, they, they apologize, saying like, oh, Abed, we're so sorry, you didn't even get the girl, and you weren't yourself, and he simply said, he goes... I mean, I'm just going to speak, you know, just say what I, what I think it was. I don't remember the lines, but he just said, you know, I love and know myself enough that I can, I can change my personality. You know, when, when we know ourselves so much, right, Rev Skip, we can change our lingo with no, you know, because you know yourself so much. It's almost like, I feel like these differences, they're kind of like wardrobe on us. And so that's where I eventually want to get to, you know, and, and it's no disrespect that I don't know all the months of each race it's just like you said we're all divine expression can i just enjoy you you (laughs) you know what 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 rupaul which i love rupaul (laughs) who doesn't love rupaul rupaul (laughs) says that we're all divine spirit and the rest is just drag (laughs) does rupaul say that we are all divine and the rest is just all drag. We're in drag. So I can change my drag as you know to <laughs> deep spirit of who I am does not change. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I guess we're on track with what we're talking about. We're talking about self-love and this is the love month and um, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up and that's my sister's birthday who made her transition um about 7 years ago, 8 years ago, my sister Beth. And I always think about her at this time. But um this this journey of love and we're going to have some guests on our show talking about love. I become very aware and um, I call it single awareness month. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which is true. Because we become very, very aware of like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm single here, but then it's the invitation to, I like to date myself. So in February I buy myself flowers and I date myself and um, it's just like fall in love with myself for these, valentine's days and stuff (laughs) i love that though i mean and why does it only have to be february you know it should yes yeah you know jackie was you know in our write-up you know she 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 put that um sentence about you know putting your mask on first and and it made me think of you know we've all been unpacking our homes right why is it that i cannot find the time or i will not find the time to unpack my own clothes like all my stuff is still there, but everybody else is. So I'm like, and I don't want to dig too much into it. But I'm like, little things like that are, are signs to ourself, right? That yeah. we matter. Sending yourself flowers. I think that is a beautiful thing. And that should be something you practice all the time. And Right. And I was thinking of you because now, okay, you've got the single awareness <laughs> right? <laughs> going on, which, wow, that really puts you into this self-love. And then two ministers, I was thinking, what yes. really are these practices when we're in 
this um, career of loving others, you know, and maybe mm. the career you and I should talk about today is of loving ourselves, this job. Yeah. How, yeah. how do we take that more seriously? You know, well, it's just it's having conversations like this with other people that are in ministry because you're in ministry. I'm in ministry. Um, uh, Reverend Jackie, we're in ministry. And when we have these conversations of self-love, we have the freedom to say, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. And then we give space to hear someone else's insight about self-love. That's why we're doing the show. That's why we're doing Voices of Unity, because we all have a voice and it is all united with the same intention for us to rise up. You know, it's for us to be in the stars and shine. Yeah. It's to shine, it's to shine, it's to shine. That's why I love our theme song. I love <laughs> our circle song. I love circles. It just reminds me of who we are. We're all in here in the sky to shine like stars. That's it. Yes, yes. And self-love. I mean, I think of you and I think of your practice. I was trying to think of your letters. I know you meditate, you pray, and you, what is the word mm. for you work out? It's, it, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's called, it's called PMM program, the PMM program. Okay, okay. The PMM program is pray, meditate, and move every move. day. Okay, move, 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 okay. And, and so the movement, which is, I, this is another form of self-love, this week I had, been kind of overly tired, been doing a lot of extra work and not getting to bed as early as I want to and wake up way too early to go to work. My move has been very simple this week. It's just been get on the treadmill and walk for 20 minutes or 15 minutes. And it's been good for me. It's been really good. And that move is self-love. That move is when we pray and we move and we get into, oh, I love my body. I love my body right where it is. I love my body the way it walks. I love my body the way it feels. Well, I wonder if you'll accept this challenge. I, I'm still a little yeah. bit like, I, want, I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. But okay, my Abraham Hicks that I follow and love, um, a yeah. man had got on there whose, whose life had just changed. And this is what he did. He created this happy list. Every little thing and big thing that just put him in this space of, you know, this love and happiness, petting a cat, you know, for you yoga on the beach. Um, for me, it's movement and dancing and I love adventure. And he literally, he literally, he filled his days with that. So I'm not even challenging us to fill our days. I'm asking us like to like check off one, two, three things. So I've been starting to do that. I went for a beautiful walk in my new city and I love adventure. So I went to this park I'd never been to. And I had this panoramic view, diamond head all the way to where my mother-in-law lives to downtown. And so, I mean, what would life be if we did that, Rev Skip? This happy list. It, it would be beautiful. And I imagine myself, because I lived in Hawaii for a few years when I was in the Air Force. I'm trying to figure out what part of Honolulu are you living in now? Because... You, I mean, there's a North Shore, and then there's where Hickam Air Force Base is, and then there's a higher point. Are you way up there? Do you know where Diamond Head is? Oh, I know Diamond Head, yes. I'm right there. Uh, Wow. Right there. Yeah, like. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So that's where I am. So, okay, back to your happy list. Well, that just made me happy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to come visit. (laughs) Here's another point. 
when we can rejoice and be happy for others, we yeah. activate self-love within ourselves. Yeah. So by you saying Diamond Head, I, my heart went, whoo, I felt the love of you being on top of Diamond Head. I can celebrate that and just be in a place of, 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 of love because you are happy. But, you know, I, I'll take the challenge of doing the happy list. Can I also, can I kind of call it my gratitude list? Because I do that every day anyway. Yeah, if that's what make, floats your boat, you got to do it that way. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to call it my gratitude happy list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm do a hybrid no, the I gratitude happy list. I, I really feel like our lives would, uh, our experience of, of this thing we call our life, you know, our job, yeah. and blah, 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 to find pockets. To, to, I mean, yeah. that's self-love right there. That is self-love. Everybody self -love. listening, create your happy list. Happy gratitude list created. So let's check in because we said we're going to check in every week. Yes. And so today the check-in is about creativity. Okay. Yes. How, how, how's your creative creative forces it, this week, this month? It's going. I want to thank my friend Patricia you know, Bahia, who um, she's a Posse award-winning songwriter, right? All she did was, Faith, let's have a co-write. I need some congregational songs. That's all it took. I just needed a reason, and I couldn't stop. In the shower, I have like 10 chants just coming through, and so it it's on. The the faucet has been turned open, you know? And the self-love part is saying to myself, I have time to do this, you know? Mm. Forget the boxes for a second and, you know, all the other stuff, right? Yes. What, I love what that. about you? I mean, are you feeling oh. the creativity in all your your? Well, I don't know if that was something important to you. Yeah, but it creator. is. Yeah. But but the other thing too is three points that I did this week of creativity. Part of my workout place I work out is called the Florida Room. It's a room that every Florida house has. So um, it's where my fitness equipment is, and it's where my art studio is. And I began to work on another piece. And Faith, you can see it behind me. It says Joy and Love. That's part of my own, my own creation. I, I used to paint quite a bit. And I sold some paintings. And so I'm getting back into that. The other thing that I did, I recorded three new guided meditations. One is about Martin Luther King for Black History, and I yes. finished doing the vocals, and now I'm 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 mixing, and I just released it, or actually submitted it for Inside Timer. So hopefully I'll be out tomorrow or um, next Monday, and then I am finishing up my fourth book. It's another book of essays. So I've been working on another entry of essays this week. I, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> My creative energy is flowing. Oh my god, I am yeah, so it's happy. Good. To it's hear good. That. It's so good. Yeah. I'm very excited. But you inspired me as well. And you know what? Hey, we gotta take a break. It's coming up. We're about to go into a break, and we're, we're gonna stay on that time. And I hear that music. I think the music's coming up. I'm hoping it is. <laughs> and, and maybe we're not. But I think there we are. We're going to take a break. Right here. See y'all in a bit. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. 
George Landris and uh, you know I picked that song because it was inspired by a relative of mine uh, who was on the brink of suicide you know and 
but she had this deeply spiritual moment through this dark night of the soul and discovered what you were saying, Rev Skip, that within her was her this divine nature and this this love that she was here to bring and not only to others, but to herself more. And so, you know, there's lyrics in there saying that, you know, I discovered that I am enough, you know, and so pure, pure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that almost brings me to tears. Um, well, it does in crying inside that, you know, when you have discovered that you still have something to do here, that you are enough and you're not um, ready to check out and, you know, move into the life after life. I truly believe that is a deep spiritual awakening that really can't be explained, but we know within our hearts, because we've all had those moments. Maybe we haven't been on the brink of suicide or, or you know, and if you're considering it, you're listening to this, reach out, talk to someone. And um, there's that moment where, um, you know, Michael Beckwith talks about the dark night of soul and spiritual liberation. Mm. Talks about how much, so much comes out of that dark night of the soul. If we allow ourselves to go through it, mm-hmm. it is a time that we begin to really go to become very deeply connected with spirit. Mm-hmm. And although there's the times that we feel like God is not there, we feel like, you know, we're not loved, that we're not enough. If we allow ourselves to go through this journey, there will be a deeper awakening to our oneness with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm finding in my own life that self-love now means, what's the word? Whether it's a dark night of a soul it's a, it's a, or a challenge of some sort, that it's yeah. more loving for me to flow in the direction of where this expansion is taking me instead of resist it. And I think that I, you know, I'm no expert, but what, what, from what I can see, you know, maybe when we get caught up, you know, in, in the alcohol or, or the whatever, whatever addictive behaviors is, we're trying to run away from, you know, some dis, from discomfort and maybe some real pain. And what if we can reframe and that pain means, you know, our expansion. And so anyway, I'm learning to flow into it more into what wants to happen instead of resisting what I think is the change or the, you know, the scary thing. What, yeah. What yeah. And that's, well, I, I just, I found this one little couple lines here from uh-huh. Michael B. Beck with uh, book, Spiritual Liberation. In the very back of the book, it says, how do we make it to a dark night of the soul? And on page 270, he writes this, that the dark night of the soul occurs with an individual who means business with their spiritual practice. Individuals who have made a profound commitment to evolve and awaken. This is huge. One must be spiritually qualified in consciousness for such profound experience because it is not simply a spiritual romantic notion, a spiritual soap opera to write a, a libretto about, I speak from experience. He's talking about his own dark nights. I speak from experience when I say that a dark night experience puts an end to our life as we know it, including those parts of who are parts you would like to cling to and never change. And I'll finish with this. But when we mean business with spirit, it means business with you and to requalify and, and a requalification of conscious of consciousness occurs. Wow. So the dark night soul has a deep, deep purpose that we will find a new meaning of self love. 
We'll find a new meaning of what it means to be in love with God, what it means to be in love with spirit. And yes, it's not fun. It is probably the most challenging. When I've gone through my own, own dark night of the soul, I did contemplate leaving this planet. I didn't want to go through it. I felt really abandoned by God. I felt no love for myself. I felt no love for my friends. It was a very dark, dark night. But I also shifted in how I was living my life. There were some things that I was doing I need to stop. I went through a long period of celibacy. It was after a relationship. I went through a whole period of celibacy. Two years. Didn't date anyone. I didn't. Um, have sex with anyone. It was just me really reigniting my commitment to spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably, if I did not go through the dark night and go through the experience, I probably wouldn't be Rev Skip today. <laughs> got you. I got you. You know, so powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. So thank you for writing that song. Yeah. <laughs> it, it needed to be written, you know, it was one of those. Have you ever gone through a dark night, Faith? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the one that's most clear to me uh, was when I started reading Course in Miracles, you know, and I will revisit it again. But, you know, there's something in those teachings about just really letting go of the entire physical world, you know, and I went down that rabbit hole and I just I didn't know how to come back, you know. Um, but you're right. I don't remember the specific insights or ahas, but it made me more in touch of the metaphysical, the things past the physical that, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Another was when I thought I couldn't sing again, you know? And, yeah. And I wouldn't call this a dark night of the soul, but it truly was what brought us together, the whole rise experience, me moving here. And again, it was those big changes of losing yeah. who I thought I was. And when you look back at the story, like if we were just reading our story, it's deeply beautiful because I it's it's where the expansion happens. Yeah. It's in the cocoon, yeah. you know, and, and I really still feel that that's what's available to us, especially during this really like obvious outward metamorphosis and missy messiness, you know, happening on our planet with COVID and everything, that that is the potential for what this time could be of the butterfly. Yeah. We've asked this question before. We've all had different answers. You, Rev Jackie, myself. And we talked about does deep transformation requires a challenging moment in our life and a hardship. And some, I think Rev said, no, it doesn't have to be, but yet it can be. I'm always awake and aware of that statement that we hear so often, the pain pushes until the vision pulls. That's what I am experimenting with now. That's what okay. I. That's what I was telling you is that when I feel discomfort, it could be a little, could be a lot, because you know it's going to keep building, right? Right, right, right. You don't tend to it. That I am leaning into the expansion. I'm leaning, you know, to where it's yeah. taking me, and it's different. It's different. It's different. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I won't even talk about it right now because I'm leaning yes. into the, I don't not even say solution because yeah. you know, when the answer, when the question is asked, the answer is there. Solution is there. We're just being prompted by the universe to get there. So I believe, I'm with Rev Jackie, right? That I don't think it has to be quote unquote hard, not when we can reframe Lean what's into going it. on. Um, I was only laughing and <laughs> not really giggling. You know how we giggle on the show, we but do. you're, you're, you're doing the hand motions and no one can see you on the radio. Yeah, yeah. You have that, 
arcing, <laughs> leaning into it. I'm going, there you go. You're leaning into unicorn. You're leaning I into am, I am. Um, But I am going to kind of shift my answer. And I, yeah, it doesn't have to, but, <laughs> but, but my greatest transformational moments has come out of deep hardship. My greatest growth moments, because when everything's going okay, I'm like, I'm flying. I'm on like, you know, on cruise control. I'm good. Everything's fine. But as soon as the shift, I said shift, y'all. As soon as the <laughs> shift hits the fan, when that shift hits the fan, I am dropping to my knees. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, take me through this. And, 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 and knowing the truth. And knowing the truth. Go ahead, sis. Listen, though. Listen, though. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I said how... If we didn't carry, right, the past beliefs and judgments and blah, blah of what this time is going to be, if we're like a baby who didn't know any better and we approached every situation, including change as if it was new, I, I just think we bring a lot with us, you know, of the resistance with us because of past things, whether it's generational past things that we don't even know consciously. Do you know what I'm saying? But if it was a fresh moment, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm going. You know, I, I hear you, sis. I feel you where you go with this. But some unexpected shifts can send us deep into, like the the unexpected loss of a loved one, or the unexpected loss of a job, or the unexpected. Um, 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 loss of, of, of a relationship. Those are the things that we don't want to kind of go on that journey. And yeah, we're kind of resisting it, but we have no choice to go on that journey. But, and then I did, I'll finish with this, that I do believe that if we're not willing to cultivate us being in that moment, the suffering will continue on yes. and on and on. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Um, so I get which I get kind of get with you on that one. Yeah. Well, but what I'm saying, okay, um, it's because we've labeled those experiences as bad. I'm not saying yes. I am not saying that I don't experience them as bad. You know, I'm working on that. But you know, again, I always refer back to Abraham Hicks. You know, they are so disrespectful when they talk about death because. If we really believe that life is eternal, you know, and I know we're so physical, so it's hard to make that jump, but I'm saying that for everything, death, the loss of this loss, we're focused on the loss. What about the gain that happened after? So I don't know. I'm still, yeah, it's, it's an interesting. So, okay. So I, I, I don't know how we got from self-love to death, but <laughs> let's, let's keep riding this train. Let's keep riding this transformational train that here's what I have learned to do as a minister, because we deal with death all the time. In fact, I'm in the process of creating a celebration of life yes. for one of my, for one of our members that there has to be this allowing of the grief. Yes. We've got to allow the grief to happen yes. and call it what you want. You can call it bad. You can curse God out. God can take it. You can yes. get all, you know, you can, you can scream, you can yell. You have to be right where you are. So yes. then the, so then the healing can begin. And yes. some people, we have this consciousness, me, you and, and Rev Jackie, we stay high in this consciousness. We understand it. And so does Abraham Hicks and Michael Beckwith. We walk in there. There's the majority of the people around us that we see on an everyday basis. They're not 
in that consciousness. So they still call it bad and good. Yes. And that old place, I, I give people the, the, you can call it bad and you can go with it just to know. My biggest thing is, Faith, I never say sorry for your loss. I never say that. Yeah. I always say, my friend, you are loved. Yes. How can I help you? Yeah. I don't because I don't believe in loss. I don't believe. I believe in life after life. I don't believe in loss. So yeah. then I must speak those words. I love you. How can I help? What yeah. can we do? You are loved through this. What do you need? How yeah. can I show up to be of, of service to you? That is love. That is love in practice. And you know what? Aside from our show here, yes, I do not speak what <laughs> any ideas that I'm saying to you. To them, you know, and I mean, right. like you said, I hold, I hold the love and, and I shake my head and God, I mean, we are not trying to say for everyone that's listening that we are there all the time, but we, we know where we want to move into, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and like I always say, I'm experimenting in my own life, you know, and, mm-hmm. but hell, I know loss is loss. I, mean, I feel it, you know, but I want to hang out and see yeah. a different way. To move through. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'll let you know how it turns out with this um, opportunity that I have that I'm yes. being different with it. I'm being different. Yeah. So <laughs> for, for our love month, I have a love acronym. Okay. You know, Rev Skip loves a good acronym. Like I'm wearing it on my t-shirt right now. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you expressing spirit. So here's yeah. my love. Here's my love acronym. Of course, using the word for love. Remember this. Loving. Open vibrational energy that's what love is because loving is love in action we're loving when we show up on this radio show every week we're loving when we give someone the right away to go in and they want to cut us off we go i love you on the highway that's loving or being in the grocery store and helping someone get through the line that's way you know maybe has one thing and you have a thousand things, let that person go through. That's loving. We must be open and we must be open to have a new experience in love. We must be open to experience love in a different way and not just to receive love, but to give love. It's a reciprocal thing that goes in the law of circulation. When we're open, I do something quite often that's called the set aside prayer. God, help me set aside everything I think I know about love. So I may have a new experience in love. So I want to set everything I think I know. Vibrational is the energy and vibe that anyone can feel in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's a vibration. And people can tell when you're loving, they feel it. And they can also tell when you're not. They go, well, I'm not really digging that because it's not authentic. And the last one is energy. Love and energy means a source of power. So love is a source of power. We can change. It's a power to change our lives, a power to change and heal within and heal the heartaches and, and the, 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 the energy of, of, of feeling like someone has left us. And it's the power of love that shifts. So we stay the loving, open, vibrational energy. And that is the love. Amen. And that's it. I mean, that... That says Hello. everything. Yeah, that is everything right there. That's so beautifully and powerfully said, Rev Skip. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're and welcome. It I love me, it. Well, it tuned me into that piece that we haven't talked about, love that you just, you know, shared so beautifully now is 
it's really about that vibration. It yeah. is past the words, past the, you know, when you can tune into the vibration, I don't know, Rev Skip, you know, those things we're saying that are hard. I don't know. I'm not going to say they're not hard, but when you right. tune into that vibration, I mean, we can allow it to take over. And whether it's just one teeny moment or however long you can sustain it, it's real and it's but good. And That is the only power to shift anything. That is the only thing that gets us out of the bottom or the dark night of the soul when we really connect with the loving divine energy. I'm not talking about the rom-com energy of love because I love a good rom-com as well. <laughs> J-Lo has another rom-com coming out yes. called Marry Me. It's called Aww. Marry Me. Let's go. Uh, it, 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 it comes out on February 14th. I will be there. I will be there watching J-Lo because I love a good rom-com. But that's not the love I'm talking about. I'm talking about agape love, the unconditional love, the love that just happens no matter what. That's a divine energy that is absolute, no conditions. It's no caveat. It's just pure love that created you, that created me, created this earth. That's the love we're talking about, the agape love, sis. Yes. yes. You, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. You know, I be, feel like this is a loving. This is this on the topic of love is my kids. The the new lesson or aha, not only that I'm teaching, but I'm doing my best to try yeah. to model is I keep I ask them, I'm like, whose job is it to, to make you happy? And, you know, this can backfire. I mean, on all our relationships, right? When they say me, mommy, of course, Kai was like, you, you know, you, mommy. I said, no. And, you know, so this job of love, this job of happiness is truly our, our own, you know? And so, and it's tough, you know, because I, I want to yell less at them, Rev Skip. I want to be less of a, like the clock person or the drill. No, no. I want to find a way to love myself enough and them enough to, to trust what is unfolding. So... That's my commitment. Yeah, and you know what? God bless y'all mamas. Listen, I am very clear. I was not meant to have kids in this incarnation of this time around. It just was not. Listen, I, I, you know, right now I can't even have a dog where I'm living in this new place that I'm renting out. The dog will come, and that's my furry kids. But I don't, um, I'm very clear about this. Some people have the patience to be parents, and that's not me. I'm a great uncle. I've yes. always been a great uncle. When my when my niece and my nephew used to come and visit, or 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 when I come home and they would visit, you know, their grandma's house, and I'm staying there, we would just have a blast. And when it was time for them to go home, it would be like, "I love y'all. Peace out. Peace out." <laughs> I am so y'all, mamas. That's that's some serious. Serious love, y'all. Rev Skip, I I thought I was going to hang out in anti-mode, you know, and I was so resistant. That's a whole other story. I mean, spirit pretty much had to just like, you know, impregnate me to make it happen because I was like, no. <laughs> but, oh, God, there is something. I never understood it when people told me, but, wow, they, they, they caused me to love deeper than I've ever loved. And not only them, because I think sometimes we get stuck on just the loving them. Everything's for them. And I don't say that. They're learning, teaching me how to deeper love myself through this. Ooh, and I love that. They're I teaching did. you. They're yeah. teaching you. That's that's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, sister girl, where are you this week, over the weekend? Are you singing anywhere? Are you showing you know, up? 
I will. I'm going to be with Heart Space Teachings with oh. um, Marilyn Kent Pels, who will be our guest in a few weeks. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, they have a six o'clock uh, Pacific time uh, service that I'll be a part of. HeartSpaceTeachings.com on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, that's so freaking amazing. Um, actually, I have another week off. I don't have to go in. <gasps> yeah. So last week was beautiful. I just enjoyed the whole day. It was so amazing. This week, it's I'm not going in because I'm bringing the board to my house at 5 o'clock. Okay. The whole entire board and part of the staff will come to my house. It'll be my very first open house. Oh, so yeah. I will be preparing to... So it's kind of work, but I'm just not in, in the spiritual community. But um, just a reminder, tomorrow morning on, on Insight Timer, join me for the um, for the Black History Month kickoff. And I'm doing a special live event. If you go to Insight Timer, if you don't have it, get it the app. It's on your smartphones. It's on Androids and for iPhones. Download it and then um, set up your account. Go on there and meet me at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, almost at Pacific. No, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> I still do this. I still do it in my head. Um, and join and join us for for that event there. And um, that's it. Uh, Reverend Jackie is still away. I think she's going to be away this weekend as well, doing the slope and skis and all that. Yes. So yes, well deserved. Well deserved oh little vacay gosh. there. So. so a lot yeah. of love. Our work of love continues. That sounds like a powerful Indeed. event, Rev Skip. So yes, I'm, I'm happy about that. So yeah, it's gonna be great. Everybody, get your happy list together, and we're yes. going to see you next time. And keep next time. love, love, love you. Love, love, we love. Do. That's it. We'll <laughs> see you next week, y'all. Peace and blessings. Aloha. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.